News, Business News, International Sports and Entertainment News. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this afternoon, GES cautions school heads against an authorized collection of monies. Alan Chamanting has consent, but he is not quitting NPP, says Stephen Ntim. In other stories, use of brutes falls on protesters, regrettable, says the NDC. And trial of HIV vaccine to start in South Africa. This business, sports and showbiz, will be coming in this afternoon's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now, the details. The Ghana Education Service has cautioned heads of schools against an authorized collection of monies from students. This follows reports that some heads of senior high schools and senior high technical schools were allegedly collecting unauthorized monies from the final year students for clearance. As such, the GES in a statement issued in Accra Thursday noted that management wishes to state that such act is illegal and therefore cautioned head of schools to desist from it and refund any monies collected to the students with immediate effect. Any head of school found to have collected unauthorized monies from final year students before signing their clearance form will be severely sanctioned. The service, however, urged heads of schools to use the established procedures to surcharge students who have destroyed, lost, or stolen school properties before clearing them. Now, in other stories, the national chairman of the new patriotic party, NPP, Stephen Nting, has disclosed that he has engaged in productive dialogue with several presidential aspirants who did not secure victory in the party's special delegates conference. Addressing concerns that Alan Chomanting, who redrew from the November 4 contest after placing third with 95 votes in the special delegates conference, might be harboring resentment towards the party, the team firmly dismissed such notions. During his interaction with Alan, Ntim acknowledged that certain concerns were raised, but he emphasized that there were no indications of a desire to serve ties with the party. They raised some concerns, Ntim admitted, but I think for the fact that I, as a national chairman, took the initiative to visit them in their homes and spoke to them, they are a bit okay, they can't be 100% okay. I visited Alan in his home to speak to him. He did not show any sign of anger against the party. One would have thought that given the reasons he gave for boycotting the flag fellowship election, he would have been angry. But from the discussions I had with him, there was nothing to suggest that he was bottling up anger. Now, in other stories this afternoon, the National Democratic Congress, NDC, says the brutalities meted out to arrest the hashtag Occupy Jilobi House protesters is regrettable and a massive backward step for the country's democracy. The police say they arrested 49 protesters earlier in the day at the 37 Trotro station and bust them to the Accra Regional Police Command where they were currently being held in custody. There have been reports of assaults on some protesters while others have had their mobile phones taken from them. 
The protesters had assembly to protest the high cost of living, high levels of corruption and misgovernance in the country. In a statement registering their displeasure with the turn of events, the NDC said it is saddened by such crude tactics being deployed by the police at a time when the IGP is being applauded for making efforts towards transforming the Ghana Police Service into the best institution in the country. They called on the police to use professional means to handle the issue and to release the arrested protesters forthwith. They further called on all progressive forces to join the NDC to provide legal and other support to assist all protesters who have been arrested or injured by the police. Moving to other stories, South Africa and the United States are to start testing a new preventive HIV vaccine and have begun enrolling partic participants to take part in the clinical trial. According to U.S. State Research Agency, the National Institute of Health, NIH, the vaccine called VIR1388 is designed to help a body's T-cells. These are part of the immune system and patrol and also inspect other cells for problems. The vaccine is intended to instruct the immune system to produce T-cells that can recognize HIV and signal an immune response to prevent the virus from establishing chronic infection. The vaccine trial is funded by the NIH, the Bill and the Melinda Gates Foundation and the U.S. company Vero Biotechnology. The study would enroll 95 HIV-negative patients at four sites in South Africa and six sites in the U.S. The initial results of the vaccine trial will be announced in late 2024, but some participants will continue with the trial for three years. In 2020, the NIH suspended the testing of another HIV vaccine in South Africa after a review found that the vaccine was ineffective in preventing HIV transmission. Now moving to some business this afternoon, the Minister of Finance, Ken Oforiata, says Africa now has the opportunity to contribute to key global issues and push for common interests that will help accelerate economic development in the country. Mr. Oforiata's optimism follows the recent inclusion of the African Union in the group of 20 most important industrialized and developing economies, also known as the G20. It becomes the second regional bloc to join the group after the European Union. He was speaking at a panel on the Energy Transition Accelerator organized by the Rockefeller Foundation on the sidelines of the ongoing United Nations General Assembly. The minister added that the inclusion is long overdue, hoping that it will create a balance in global institutions. The G20 was formed as an informal group in 1999 in the wake of the Asian financial crisis, providing a platform for finance ministers and central bank governors from 20 of the world's largest and emerging economies. It later included heads of states and governments. The group has since widened its scope beyond finance and economics, adding some of the world's pressing challenges to its agenda. It includes health, climate change, food security, energy, and sustainable development. 
Now moving to some sports this afternoon, Ghana has been ranked 60th in the FIFA World Ranking for September as Morocco's run as Africa's highest ranked nation continues. The Atlas Lions moved up two spots on the ranking to 13, while reigning African champion Senegal ranked 18th after dropping two spots. The Black Stars, on the other hand, continues to sit outside the top 10 ranked nations in Africa as a four-time AFCON winner ranked 11th in the ranking. The ranking comes in the wake of the immediate past international football window where Ghana beat Central African Republic 2-1 to book its place at the 2023 AFCON. Progressing to compete in next year's AFCON in Cote d'Ivoire marks Ghana's 10th consecutive appearance at the glamour competition. The Black Stars followed the win up with a 3-1 win over Liberia in an international friendly game to extend head coach Chris Hilton's unbeaten run to five games since taking over as a lead man on the side. Now to some showbiz, social media influencer or actress Efia Odo has expressed her utmost dis disappointment in Ghanaian celebrities for their loss of courage to make meaningful contribution to issues of national interest. In a tweet post earlier September 21, Efia Odo described celebrities as jokers and sad group of people who only find fulfillment in making boastful noise about themselves. If you don't make the post following the news of the arrest of protesters of Occupy Jilobi House yesterday, an Accra-based civil society group organizing the protest, Democracy Hub, was said to have earlier notified the police of their planned protest on Nkrumah Memorial Day to call on the president and members of the economic management team to hashtag fix the country in light of the level of economic mismanagement and that theft has engulfed our government from the highest level. In a previous news reported by the media, it mentioned that the organizers of the protest had planned to assembly at the 37 military hospital bus station, that's the Trotro station, from where they were to march to the Jubilee House. But police officers quashed the protest and arrested the protesters who were less than 50. Those arrested were said to have taken to various police stations in Accra. As of 10 a.m., there was still police presence at the 37 military hospital bus station, and any protester wearing black or red who was seen around the area was arrested by the police. The news of the arrest of the protesters caused an uproar on social media with hashtag House trending number one on Twitter. Obviously not confused by the development, if you would have vented her spleen on Twitter challenging celebrities to be vocal about such matters of national interest, actor and non-politician John DiMello also expressed similar sentiments frowning on the arrest of the protesters of Occupy Jilobi House as an infringement of their democratic right. And that's it with the Midday News on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Timi Akansukum and I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good afternoon. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio.